Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Lock her up. Lock her up. Is that the way to start this episode? Is that how you imagined it? Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I would say no. <laughs> how did you imagine it? I would it say going? no. Um, well, it started with a little Sam self-indulgence, which I shouldn't be surprised about because, by the way, welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. I'm Sam. I'm Sam. <laughs> uh, I'm going to swim in this the whole time. Well, like, like a little fishy <laughs> in a sack, Sam is going to just swim around and indulge in this. Like one of those little bags you get at the carnival? No, a sperm in a nut sack. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So little this... swimmers. Yes, this is a little... David Swimmers. This is a little Sam indulgent because this episode is scheduled to come out two days before Sam's birthday. He Congratulations, will be, me. Yes, congratulations of life. I don't know how old I'm going to be. You will be 38 years old. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. 38 years old. We're getting up there. I remember when my mom turned 40 and it was like, you are She's over the old. hill. Remember the over the hill thing? Uh-huh. So like when 50, you were on top of the hill. 40 meant you were going up the hill, I believe. And 60, you were going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't even know what I want to be when I grow up. And I'm 30, almost 38. I've just decided to give in to the fact that there's not one thing that I'm super driven. Like, you know... There's not one one main overpowering thing that I'm just like, I have to live this, except for my kitty cats. You do love kitty cats. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you'd be fulfilled running like a cat adoption center. A no-kill cat adoption center. Although eventually you'll take on so much First, that you're, we're going to have to kill. Uh, my life... Uh, m- it, what would you call it? Purpose? Okay, yeah. Would not have anything to do with the general public. <laughs> so I don't think that that is accurate whatsoever. All right. So you're just a professional cat petter. How's that? I just love cats. Cat and sitter. My life will be dedicated to giving cats and a dog the best life I possibly can. Because even though I talk shit about this dog, I talk shit about Clarence. I talk shit about dogs because they are tougher. They're harder than cats. Cats are just fucking easy, and they're just little love bugs, and it's just great. You get annoyed a lot easier by a dog than a cat. Yes, but I could never pretend that I don't love this dog, that I don't spend every day with her. Oh, I didn't even know she was right here. Oh, she's laying next the to me. Black animal crew's in the room every single time. What's up, dudes? Every For time. For those that don't know, our dog Clem and our cat. Wayne. The little baby cat Wayne. He's not a baby. Not he's a baby. two. He's he's a man. But he's the baby. They seem to hang out anymore. And they're both black. So we need to uh, let's come up with a name with these guys. Yeah, the black crew sounds a little you know socially <laughs> insensitive. I don't know that we should go in that direction. But uh, I and Sam Fashion wanted to say something like our dark really friends. awful or like <laughs> dark pals. That doesn't work either. How about the the uh. The crew, the night crew, <laughs> the sugar bear night crew. <laughs> yeah, Michelle blew my mind tonight. At, uh, we had Mexican for dinner. We have Mexican all the time. I sounded like it's my, one of our favorites. I sounded like outrageous filming. We had we had Mexican together. Not really, but continue. Um, 
Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> we had Mexican. In, uh, <laughs> I was trying. There's this guy who's a waiter there, and he's got a beard like Suge Knight. And I asked Michelle what uh, was uh, Spanish for night. And I said Noche. So I said, that but, that's, guy, but that is like the that night. That guy's name is Shug Noche. And then you told me, well, that's like the night. And it dawned on me. Like, yeah, he is night like a night. Like a fucking nerd medieval shit. Uh, or just, you know, a night and okay, sing service. Well, I made it sense of it in my head. He was a night and service because he was like a bodyguard. Yeah. So he kind of was a, big, a tough a guy, but not night like the darkness. But most importantly, I found out that. That his last name was actually Knight. I never even thought of that. I thought it was all just a moniker. I did as well. And then his parents called him Sugar Bear when he was a little boy. So that big bad guy that hung uh, ice, I, uh, vanilla ice over a balcony. <laughs> that little that. sweet about that. teddy bear, Sugar Bear. <laughs> they should have put that in that movie instead of him beating the shit out of Easy E. That didn't happen. I really, yeah, we weren't big fans of uh, of the Straight Outta Compton movie. You know what Straight Outta Compton should have been, and at the time, it wasn't a big More hit. accurate? Well, that too, but Straight Outta Compton would have landed itself towards a long-run series, like an eight-episode series, where you can actually focus on stuff. You don't have to jump time so fucking fast. I didn't like that at all. Whereas I feel... I understood it but i think i understood it mostly because i already knew the timeline of things i was familiar with this just did a fuck ton of research on it because of the doc if i didn't know that i think i'd be confused a lot by that movie so i felt more confused because there were it felt like there were such big chunks of time that were skipped over so it would be like from this to this but I think it's interesting to see how it got from one place to another. Even if it's just a handful of sentences, that space needs filled in for me as someone who really kind of prefers documentaries. And I, I just want the information. Yeah, I do. just I want the facts. I don't need some like... Give me the information so I can forget it. <laughs> at least the stuff that's going... I would rather the stuff going in be accurate than embellished nonsense whether I'm retaining it or not. So like I had said previously, this is Couple of Critics Podcast. We are a review podcast. We typically provide each other with different pieces of media, often music. We listen. We get together. We say, hey, let's go through these songs one by one, and let's give our opinion. So we do. And uh, this week And we're married. And we're married. (laughs) We are a cup, a couple. Uh, and by now, by we now, celebrated our 15th anniversary. 15th anniversary. Wow, I like how you, po- you paused on that for me to fill in. I knew the number. I just had to think of it for a second. Did you? I did. 15 years. Now, if that's you had a chunk of time. If you hadn't told me and you hadn't set this whole thing up that's going to happen, that has happened by the time people hear this, I wouldn't have known that number. And it's fucking crazy. So one thing I want to talk about that uh-huh. I, I I have never believed in astrology, but I've always been interested in it because there are people who base their belief system on astrology. And I would like to insert my note here that I think it's all bullshit. It, I think it is. <laughs> but I think it is interesting when you do find things that kind of match up for whatever reason, just because it's fun, not because it really means anything. And I... One thing that I read about myself, which one reason why Sam and I, which I think is interesting, is I've read in the past that Sam and I are not compatible, typically based on our signs. But when you dig a little deeper. Which are 
I'm a Sagittarius. And I'm a Virgo. And Ooh. but then the more so on the surface, a lot of a lot of Virgos and Sagittariuses, I guess, aren't necessarily compatible, but can be because we are people who can get lost in conversation and we can talk about the ways that we are different, but we are also both open to change. I guess we're technically mutable. One thing that I have read that it said about me can't is, mute me is that mutable just means open to change and willing to go with the flow that you're not just like, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. And it's all about me. We're just that like, sounds like me. We're just kind of what uh, when it comes to work or whatever, we're both just like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do what I need to do. And yep. Yep. I'll, I'll get it done. Yep. And we we just, if something changes, we might get irritated, but we're just like, okay, I hate to say it because I hate the phrase, it is what it is, but we do kind of have that mentality oh. <laughs> sometimes where it was just like, you know, we can't really control what's happened, but now we have to just kind of do this and get things back in line. And I think that that can just be how we are at times or just be like, hey, let's do this on a different day. Sure, no problem. Like we just... We can go with the flow. Um, one thing I wrote about myself is that I am or can be kind of adventurous. And I think that I have tried to kind of understand how that it could be applied to me. And I think it is all in the idea of having planned a trip. Because anytime we've ever gone anywhere or done anything, I was like, I've never flown on a plane before. And then two years ago, I was like, let's go to Oregon. I've never flown. I want to fly. Let's do this. I've never been to Oregon. Let's go. Anytime we've ever done anything, it's usually me planning it and you just kind of going with the flow and just adapting to whatever. And uh, I think that that is even if you don't necessarily believe that it's like a driving force. I think it's kind of fun to just be like, yeah, I can be adventurous and just kind of forces you to look at yourself and who you are and how you handle things. And it doesn't have to necessarily be connected to the stars. I just think it's interesting to think about behavior itself from a psychological standpoint, I think is my take on it personally. Now you have a look on your face like I you feel have... insulted, like I've been called not adventurous. <laughs> No, I just haven't delved into the specific characteristics of a Virgo ver versus a Sagittarius because a Sagittarius is who I am. Sure. Okay. What are you? You are hard worker. That was one thing that I read. Hard worker. Handsome. Good at dancing. Can show you what celery looks like. All of these are things that apply to Virgos exclusively. Exclusively. We're adventurous in a sloppy way. <laughs> you probably don't know any characteristics about Virgos. Fuck no, I don't care. I think it's all bullshit. I have always. I think it's a shyst. I think you can read anything and go, yes, I can apply that to myself. Yeah, but I do also believe that I, uh, I, I like to. I have planned all the trips that we've been on. I'm the one who has uh, orchestrated any. Uh, group episodes we've ever had i'm that's the true. one who gets holiday stuff together that's true i'm throwing a thing for my dad's 60th birthday that's true like i i am more willing to kind of like do things and have experiences that's and true and i'm not saying versus you but just kind that's of in how general. it feels in this narcissistic head <laughs> really narcissism <laughs> you want to go there sam episode i know my narcissism i'm saying i'm the narcissist 
<sighs> King narcissism right here. So let's stop talking about me. Let's completely forget I exist. Yeah! And let's talk about the reason why we're here today. This episode is coming out, like I said, two days before Sam's birthday. Sam Woo! will be 38. Uh, because Stephen King's birthday, too. And because everyone loves Sam so goddamn much. Woo! And everyone just uh, always basks in and revels in the wonder and wonderfulness that is Sam. Until they figure out I don't text back quickly. People still love you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they still love and respect you and they think you're awesome and you they aren't the only people because I married you and I think you're pretty cool as well. So I did another curated playlist just like last week and uh not last week. Two weeks ago. I meant, I'm sorry, the last time that I had a part. That's what I meant. My last, last week. episode, Michelle. My last Michelle episode. I curated another playlist, which I believe that the cat playlist, that was more for fun. That was, was just fun. kind of, it was ridiculous. It was, you know, cats flushing toilets. It was uh, for the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I got to shout out my night crew. What's up, night crew? <laughs> the night crew is still in the room. <laughs> and uh, so I thought that I would throw a playlist together and uh, just kind of revel in you for a bit because I do love you. You're my favorite person. Well, thank but you. I'll I love s- you too. But I would like to say that while this is inspired by me, the focus is going to be on these songs because Michelle has gotten some gems. <laughs> Yeah, so I I have curated a list, and one of the things that make us different, aside from the fact that we kind of, you know, hang out in different genres, is that Sam has always been more album-based, and I have always enjoyed iPod shuffles, or Pandora Radio, or whatever over the years that have gotten us here. And even though I do also enjoy albums very much, yes, you do. I enjoy, and in the past have enjoyed... Burning mixed CDs for people and making yeah, little never like never done that really. Maybe once, maybe twice, never. I've had mixes for me, but I've had both, and yeah. I enjoy it. So I like curating. I have a lot of fun curating playlists and going through so many songs and listening to so much stuff and just putting some time in. <laughs> that probably is fun because you're just here like. Such a wide array of things. Truly. And I think that I... I Party Cat. Think about it. I tried to make (laughs) playlists with different kinds, with different genres, different songs. uh, So it's not just the same sounding things over and over again. And I'm going to say that I, I, I think I put a little TLC behind and into this playlist and trying to make it interesting and good. Not something that is necessarily just silly like a cat song playlist. So I want to get this started. Do it. I do have some uh, little tidbits here and there about things. Um, But each song in this episode will have Sam's name and the title to some extent. Let us start with the first song. Lettuce is something Sam does not enjoy. But we will start with the first (laughs) song. I don't mind it. I just don't want it like a salad. A taco, it's all right. You just like the crunch. Lettuce doesn't have much of a flavor versus like a cilantro, which is really flavorful. It's really flavorful. So lettuce is pretty much just some form of a solid water (laughs) with some earth flavor in there. Gross. Delicious. I can just eat 
I can just eat lettuce as is with nothing on it. I ain't no rabbit. I am also not, but I'm Eddie Rabbit and I love a rainy night. Let's crew. Yeah, we also have all. We have Sweet Paul here. He has joined the night crew. And it is also almost 9 p.m. while we are recording. Let's get this started with the first song by the Jackson 5, Jumbo Sam. That's me. Are you Jumbo? My ego is. (laughs) So I did try to get a note, at least something for each song. Yes. This is on an album called Come and Get It, The Rare Pearls. This song was never actually on an album. Oh, all right. This was released on basically like a rarity compilation album in 2012. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. So this is, I don't know when this song was actually recorded and when it came out because it wasn't a single and it's harder to find information on songs that were just rarities that were never actually put on CDs or released and just kind of like... We want to put something out, so here are some more unreleased songs. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know, but it sounds Michael sounds pretty young. Yeah, he does sound young, and it sounds like it sounds like they were still kids. It, it sounds was like Motown era still to me. First hand, I would say first few albums. Yeah. He's not like a little well, he's not like a little baby. I think he's older than Ben age, right? Yes, but he's not quite a teenager yet. So I think it's to me from the my MJ knowledge. His voice is like right under the line of changing. Like it's it's almost like there. He's, he's about to go to like teenage adult Michael voice. Yeah, like Dancing Machine Jackson 5. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he was a teenager. Yeah, he doesn't sound like that yet. So he's right. not like a baby and he's not not like a baby, but he's not like really young like 11 or whatever when they first started he's not rock robin you you love michael jackson and you still do but you don't like what he did musically i love michael i don't know what he what he did or didn't do yes he's weird as shit but he was convicted of nothing so that's why i think i feel like i can still listen to him without feeling too bad yeah but I don't know, but man. You can't deny the style and the, the sound that is Michael Jackson. I will always. You were known as the Michael him. Jackson girl in high school. Maria Seifert <laughs> and I were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I knew this song before this playlist. I have played it around you before when I played it the first time because you it, haven't it listened was to the play. To me. You haven't listened to the playlist, but the first time you would listen to it, I played it. We were on our way to Skyline Chili. Yes. And. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> And uh, it was it was perfect. We got there. It was the the first half of the playlist stopped, and then perfectly the second half on the ride home. And then we went to go get Five Guys last night, and the whole thing played from start to finish. Like as we pull in the spot and it park is, the car, it is finishing it stops. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about that actual song. It was wild. That song jams. It's like the classic good old. Get Funky. down stuff like it sounds really good. The horns sound great. I don't know if it's because it was maybe it was mastered. It was, I mean, I'm I know sure it was, was. redone. It but released I if in that's 2012. Why it sounds yeah. like really full, but it also is good. If a song like that is rejected from an album, then uh, which yeah, right? I own multiple J5 albums, and J5. I think that they are fantastic. I think they're oh, a great band, undeniable, and they're so talented. And uh, I think that even though this song is something that was clearly thrown out, technically, uh, so a lot of times that stuff is thrown out for a reason. I'm glad this song was pulled back 
and put out. And I enjoy Jumbo Sam. It's funky. It's groovy. I'm into it. I'm into it as well. I'll give it an all on Johnson. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's not the rating system this time. I've, I've thought about that ever since we did that. Just like, I bet that was painful for some people. No wonder we are down under. No wonder our listeners are. Holy shit. Death desolate right now. We're at. The, we, Don't tell the real number, please. No, I wouldn't. But we're, we're at the point where we're compensating. Not compensating. We're. Um. Why did I say compensating? Contemplating? We are contemplating. We are discussing the future of the podcast. Our vis- <laughs> our listenership is so, 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 so low. Yeah, we're not good at this, so people stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got what we we got out of it, what we put into it, which was very little. So it's our fault. Uh, let's move along to the next song. This is a song that I consider an absolute fucking eat. We just gave your cousin Chris a heart attack. <laughs> Just, discussing the future of the podcast it's like one person being a really big fan of a restaurant and then the restaurant closes and it's like <laughs> man i ate there like all the time and it's like yeah and i appreciate that but one person isn't going to sustain a whole restaurant <laughs> sorry <laughs> so it just feels like that let's move along to the next song like i said it is a fun little ditty um and i accidentally just removed it from the list um and it should have been like hey you sure you want to do that oh wait no i didn't it was from the uh the play the like listening part where it's like up next you can move things around but not the actual playlist the next song is by someone named cliff richard goodbye sam hello samantha earworm central i have enjoyed this song so much (laughs) i'll go ahead and thumbs it up right now to make sure uh it knows in your life yeah i want it this song is fun what do you think about this song i think it's it's fun at the time and it's fun to say my name in the song and stuff and get that thing but it's nothing like i would ever listen to on my own so i did it's do all, it's all right it doesn't like piss me off yeah. but you know it's is it an earworm for you or just no. nah okay not an earworm. um so this is actually by i said cliff richard it's actually sir cliff richard obe born harry roger webb he's an indian born british singer who holds uh british and or citizenship in multiple places he's kind of a big deal i guess he sold like a lot of fucking records in the uk he has sold he's in the third place of selling the most fucking albums behind the beatles and elvis presley what yes cliff richard is a big fucking deal well good for cliff richard i Never heard of him before in my life. Same. So this single itself was released as his 50th single. Let that fucking sink in. 50th single. Uh, This guy is a fucking legend, and I don't even know. I already forgot his name. Cliff Cliff Richard. Richard. Uh, I believe this was released at the end of the 70s. It says uh, he did not like the song when he first heard it. (laughs) Okay. I thought Uh, it was going the whole whole time. But was persuaded by his manager who told him, you've got to take it away because I'm sure it's going to be a hit. And he, I guess, did a German version. And uh, it would be fun if you could try and pronounce this for us oh. because you sure did, i took you german for three years it's on the white part at the very bottom okay it's like dust a german version titled goodbye sam dust is deliba there you go where's sam in that i don't know usually it's not the name but it's, yeah it, where's my fucking name in that 
Maybe <laughs> your name translates. My name Liba? Maybe your name translates. You know what my name was in uh, in the German class? Yes, I do. What was it? It was Timmy. <laughs> no, it was Timo. Oh, Timo. That's T-I-M-O. right. T-I-M-O. But it was based off and of Timmy. And I chose it so I could go, Leonardo Timo. <laughs> what Timmy was, reference. Do you know what my Spanish name was? Uh, Mika. Yes, Micaela. There you go. There you go. The song is That's done. a short song. How long was that? It was under right under three minutes, like oh, two it was fitting. Not as short as I thought it was. No, a lot of these songs. That's another thing with the curation of these playlists is I don't want to choose songs that are like seven minutes long. Yeah. I specifically, I I go out of my way to not choose songs like that because if it's something new, there's a chance that you aren't going to like. Get. So who's to say you want to indulge that much time? <laughs> it could make you hate it even more and make you hate the idea of me doing these curated playlists. And I don't necessarily want to do that. Um, so the idea of keeping it short and sweet is ideal. I agree. The idea is ideal. Do you think Cliff Richard wrote, wore those British frilly things that come out of the like, center of your jacket or out the end of your sleeves like Donovan wore? I hope so. He's a British guy, right? He was. I assume it was less of that and more just uh, but uh, the uh, just buttoned down, unbuttoned, Ooh. chest hair hanging out. I'm, I'm thinking like a Tom Jones type. Yeah, the same. Uh, I've got what a year big that song dick. Out? My name is Tom Jones. <laughs> I don't actually have a year on the song. But it was his 50th single, so I could look it up if I wanted to. Or you could also look it nah, up. Yeah, I'm fine. We can move since on. Since you have questions. I, I didn't do I didn't do extensive research. I just picked some things that I thought were maybe uh, interesting to talk about. I never really enjoyed... Like that being someone's 50th single, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, is that's wild. that's fucking wild. <laughs> I don't... I can't think of one song in history that has just named names as part of the song. And I've been, like, cool with it named oh yeah um well there's one that names uh i dig rock and roll music what do you mean when do they name names they're like i dig the mamas and the papas and then they'd like go through different they're like donovan and they do things like in his style well, referencing people i'm Beatles talking about stuff is that what you mean no i mean where they well, just like the whole the whole like uh what's the word i'm looking for like the whole style of the song is based around we're going to use people's names to rhyme stuff with. Oh, because it's like Sam Samantha, but it's also yeah. like Lou and Louise. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And I don't like like Joe and like Joanne. Mambo number five. Little bit of my car, blah, blah, blah. I don't need names in my songs like this. And those are the is only a, Is that a hill to die songs. on, though? Yeah. Is that something worth really putting on energy into? On a podcast, into? yes, it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think. On a podcast with waning numbers. Yes, it is. I can't like this song. It has too many names mentioned in I'm it. Just, no, it's not that I don't like it because of that. <laughs> I'm saying I don't appreciate any song that is based on names. This dog is climbing up into my lap. Multiple names. She is. She wants to be on mic. She's pissed. No, she's trying to lick my face because she's like, why haven't you given me treats even though she's been treated twice today? Yeah. And she's a spoiled little bitch. But I she just punch her in the mouth. I just kissed oh, her on Michelle the cheek. Oh, Michelle just did it. She just punched the dog you're, in the mouth. An, <laughs> I kissed her on the cheek and she's trying to make out <laughs> She knocked the microphone out. Get out of here. We're trying. We're losing listeners minute by minute. 
Oh, your gun is sticking into my hip. What she just do? Did she just stab your titty with a claw? No, she just put her elbow into my gut. Your uterus? Let's move on to the... You don't know female anatomy at all, do you? Never have, never will. All right. Next song, Sam Hall by the one and only Johnny Cash. I do have a little information about this. What? That... It's one of the Johnny Cash songs that this guy likes. Well, my name it is This Sam guy is Hall. you? Yeah. I've never heard it before, but yes, my name I had a good time with it. Sam the first time I heard this song, I thumbsed it up on the my YouTube music app. Sam good to know. I enjoyed it. Uh, so it says here that it is... Excuse me. Damn your eyes! So this is a, an, an English folk song about an unrepentant criminal condemned oh, okay. to death. So this is an older song. Correct. Oh, all right. It's, uh, it was, I guess, included on an album. Okay. Excuse me. Damn your eyes! When I heard this, I was like, man, this definitely sounds like old Johnny Cash. Like his voice sounds old. Oh, okay. Is it on the same album as I Hurt Myself? I thought it would be. It turns out it's not. I was about to say, I don't think he sounds that old. This was released on an album called Johnny Johnny Cash Sings the Ballads of the True West. It was released in 1965. (laughs) This is definitely that old son of a bitch, Johnny Cash. His voice, I guess I'm not familiar enough with Johnny Cash to know and to realize that this isn't Johnny Cash old voice. This, this is just Johnny Cash always had a quavery old I guy voice. I guess crowd, so. In the crowd. I guess so. In the, I crowd. Crowd. In the crowd. In the I like crowd. that the song is simple, but there's a darkness to this, and they didn't call yeah. Johnny Cash the man in black for nothing. That's one thing I really liked about Johnny Cash. I'm not a huge Johnny Cash fan. I no, appreciate it. Absolutely. And there's some songs that I really like, mm-hmm. but I've never owned an album. I've never owned that shirt that a lot of punks fucking own yeah. where it's him flipping you off. It's just never been my thing, and I've never really enjoyed the style like that people listen to, who listen to Johnny Cash tend to have. Oh, well, this part. It's like, it's like mocky and cynical, and it's just, I don't know. So I really have always liked that he's got this like undertone of outlaw. I've never really felt like it was an outlaw. I felt like it was depression. I feel like he's a depressed, a genuinely depressed country singer. Like there's something in his voice where he's like, I I have known what it feels like to truly want to die. You know what I mean? Like there's some people that I think, like me. I would write about suicide from like an outside angle and like try to maybe get in the head of a person. Whereas a person who has thought about suicide truly and wanted to actually die is going to have a crazier, more insight. And if they're a singer or an artist, I think they're also going to bring that heaviness to it that you just can't if you're not like that. And I think he does that. Willie Nelson singing that song would not sound as evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking name any old country guy. Would not sound as evil as he does in that. And he still sounds not like acceptable to like the yeah, country world. But there's a darkness. But there's like a, a disparity in his voice that I've always enjoyed. And the first song I liked by Johnny Cash was uh, A Boy Named Sue. I remember my brother showed it to me. And I always just thought it was a an interesting story 
I mean, it's based in your father leaving you, but... <laughs> I, For me, I think it was Ring of Fire because it was a song that was included on one of the Cherie oh, uh, really? burned CD compilations that she oh, gave we're me. We're back to a mix here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's where it Good job with those lyrics. <laughs> you don't know anything. It's cute. It's cute how you don't know anything. Like a like a dumb, beautiful woman you are. I don't know anything, but I know a lot at the same time. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> really weird. And you you're like really hardworking and you do a lot of stuff, but when it comes to like the house, you do almost nothing. That's because I did all my hard working for someone else. I know. I'm just saying you are like too extreme. Put me on sometimes. the payroll and I'll get to it. That look you have is not good. Because it's human responsibility, you piece of shit. All right, let's move along. Oh, I, I, this is my episode. You can't call me a piece of shit. I can express myself. Or you should. Maybe we'll get the listenership back up. No one is ever going to care. It is. We are almost five years it's in. getting bites on Mike. Well, we took video some away. Drama. So. That's some drama. That's some drama. Well, like we said, the Look, future of the podcast doesn't Beyonce, necessarily mean Beyonce. Beyonce, <laughs> bitch, you like Luther? You look like Luther Vandross. That's the drama I want to have on this podcast. I would also love that drama. When you said the, the, the discussing the future of the podcast, that doesn't necessarily mean podcast done. That means maybe changes, maybe new stuff, maybe we stop doing it. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, but it's definitely a conversation that has been happening and uh, isn't isn't done. So we'll nope. see what happens. Uh, move along to the next song. This is fucking fun. And if there's one, per- there's a person who comes on the podcast who has been on the podcast. Uh, he, his numbers are way up there. I think that's like tied. Um, when I think of this song, I feel like it's something that he might like. And he's going to be on the podcast next episode. So uh, I would like to ask him eventually. Here is a song. We're just looking at the title Sam for this one. This one? Yeah. This one. This one. shall play this one. Meet Puppet Sam. All right. Everybody get ready. We're going to stop talking here in a second because they're about to do... More talking than anybody's ever needed to do. It's such a 90s, it's so good. late 80s, early 90s. 1991 sound. is when this came out. <laughs> there you go. That's about right. It's crazy. It's good. It's fun. I think the music is fun. And then I like how simplistic the chorus is because the verses are so intense. (laughs) They're so intense. But this almost sounds like hippie jam band stuff, which is is. why I think about Zach. I I wonder if he's a fan of the Meat Puppets. He might be. I only know one song by the Meat Puppets that was was like on the radio. It's called Backwater. I'll play it after this. Okay. But it sounds nothing like this. But I enjoy this very much. The way they're able, this is like, if you're impressed with Tommy the Cat, well, Tommy the Cat is a rear back curler format, like this is Tommy the Cat times On 10. steroids, as they would say. 
And then I'm wondering if the man himself, who's got a button on our little soundboard, Mr. Weird Al Yankovic, I think, or I was wondering, he would be a fan maybe of the Meat Puppets because all of his favorite stuff I've heard him say is like 80s and early 90s, like alternative and like new wave kind of stuff. Um, Hardware Store. Yeah. This song reminds me of Hardware Store. It, for people that haven't heard it, Weird Al has this diatribe where he just goes and goes and goes and goes. And it's like this song times 10 with that. So I've just wondered the whole time if... It's not this song times 10. It's that song times 10 would be this song. What? You think Hardware Store would be this song times... No, I think it'd be if you multiply the hardware store by 10, you get this song. You oh, think it's I the other think, way around? I think it's the other way around. I think Weird Al's got six times more words oh, than so you, these guys do. Oh, so you're not into this. No, I do like this. I'm saying it's all an influence. I'm saying I think this song influenced Weird Al to take it to the next level. Like, I think he would enjoy this band. I think, th- and I said this just when we were in the van listening. I think Meat Puppets is a really good band name. I think it's interesting. I think it's accurate. It's gross. It's gross. It makes you kind of go like, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I imagine that. uh, You ever seen that tool video where that like there's a tube, like a pipe that meat's going through and that puppet's like touching it with its hand. That's what I think when I hear Meat Puppets. It's gross. So this is Backwater. This is the popular song by Meat Puppets, which sounds nothing oh, like that song. Oh, I know this song. Really? Already? Yeah, I, I know think this you'd recognize it. Right? It sound like that. That's exactly what I just did. Just word for word. Break on my face. This is very 90s as well. This is like, the, even if it's not on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, it's on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. This came out right after that. This was 1994. It was on the next album. Yeah, so they saw Dumb and Dumber, and they were like, hey, we got to make music that should have been on that soundtrack. So wait. Or they just... The fucking... Song, Sam, I think it's called, right? Yeah. song's called Sam. That came out before, huh? Yeah, but it was never a single or anything. They were probably like, boys, boys, you got the talent, but we need you to radio it up more. So that's how you got that Backwater song. Is that what it was called? Backwater? It was Backwater, but maybe they just have different styles. Not everyone is just set in one style. Harry Styles. Next song, Skip Along, Sam, by the one and only. People always get more radio friendly as they go. Donovan. Now this is the kind of older music I enjoy. Like, like compared to, what was that guy's name? Keith Richards from the that Rolling Stones. No, who played that song earlier? That Sam song. Kenny um, Ralph, Cliff Richards. Cliff Richards. There you go. Goodbye, Sam. Hello, Samantha. You yeah. like this more? Way fucking. See, more. I was afraid that you would find this more dull. Than the other song. No, this is so British. I'm down. This is like cups and cakes almost. I like Donovan a lot, though. You. I didn't know you liked Donovan that much. I thought you were just, you just thought he was okay. I think he's. I think he's commercial enough where like 
People can enjoy it still, but he's fucking weird still. His voice like is like no one else. Weird. He, he sounds... And I could be wrong. Maybe there are other artists locally that sound a lot like him. Sammy. But to me, his voice is very distinguishable and oh, enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, I like this part as well. It's funny. It's little jammy. It's very jammy. Jammy? Mm-hmm. I wrote that it was Jimmy. Well, I thought he said it's very jammy. I read the lyrics from what I saw. It said, it's very Jimmy. And I thought it was crazy in that you kind of chose it because my name obviously being Sam and my boss and friend's name being Jimmy. I thought the whole time he was saying that the song is very jammy. I mean, it was that makes way more sense. Unless they hated some guy that was like named Jimmy. But they liked him and they're like, Jimmy's groovy. It was just an incorrect interpretation of the lyrics. Probably. I see different lyrics for shit all the time on the same songs. So this was a song that I had actually taken off the list because I I go through and I add songs with Sam's name in it. Sometimes the songs are just like, no, but then if I'm unsure, I add it to the playlist. And then when I get through everything, I go through and figure out. So this was actually taken off the list and then re-added because I thought that I needed more. Like I needed a, another song. But I honestly didn't think that you'd really like this song very much. I like I, the Donovan sound. I'm not... And I, I... Again, I thought that it was just maybe a tolerable thing with Donovan. I no. didn't realize that you actually enjoyed I listen, him. I've listened to Donovan on my own before. And I had no idea. Um... I just like that psychedelic sound. It's got that real like, and I like British people and I like British comedy and I like, even when we did the cream episode, remember I was talking about, I love how Ginger puts that real fucking heavy British, uh, affectation on there. I just like that sound. And I just realized it also reminds me of our early relationship. Donovan was like one of the first things that you were comfortable playing around me. Donovan. And it being uniquely you. So back in the day, when we had the wonderful MySpace and MySpace was like an HTML coding sort of thing. When you yeah. set you set it up like a website. It was yeah. not like some template like Facebook is. Well Facebook isn't even that. Like you you had to put code in to set your background and to set different Font like GIFs and, and videos and that you wanted to have. That to Michelle it. puts on her MySpace thing that takes it ten hours to load on a web page. Because I wanted, like, I wanted Beavis banking a monkey, and I wanted Michael Jackson dancing, and I wanted all the things that represented me. But for a while, the song that would come on when Sam and I first started hanging out, and he would go to my MySpace page, was Mellow Yellow by Donovan. I don't remember that. Yeah, so at the very, you, you said, I don't know how many times I've heard the very beginning of that song. Well, you were waiting for something to load on my MySpace page. So I, remember I don't remember that at all. So, See, Donovan's us a little bit. And you associate Donovan with me? Oh, heavily least. with you for sure. For sure. And my brother on one memory at our little wedding celebration when he was leaning against the table drinking because it's when we both were still drinking and he's like fucked up and drunk and Donovan's playing and he's just set up against this. He's sitting on the ground but leaning against the table that's like on its side and he's just like bobbing his head. He's like, yeah, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when he lived with us for that short amount of time, he went to Goodwill and we were getting into records and he got that Donovan Greatest Hits oh, that we had really? previously reviewed. 
And I have that on vinyl because of your brother. Oh, nice. Yes. It's so nice. Donovan is, it's like our guy. <laughs> yes. And I did have a note here that I forgot to say, but just that uh, that song came out in 1967. Gotcha. From an album that was very popular for him. Actually, it was on an album. Which album? It was called A Gift from a Flower to a Garden. It was his That's fifth. such a Donovan title. It was. <laughs> it was the fi- It was his fifth album, but it marks the first double disc album of oh. his career. Oh. Um, but it was earlier. I mean, '67. People weren't doing double disc albums no. a lot, so no. it was still kind of like early in the world of doing that. So the standalone albums that were together included for the little or four little ones and Wear your love like heaven, which was very oh, yeah. popular. That's a good song. So he had some. Uh, so the like compilation of the two albums together was technically popular and uh successful for him because he had a a handful of singles out of those i want to know do you like that donovan song oh absolutely almost all donovan right i do but like i said for this podcast i wasn't sure if it didn't have maybe enough to offer yeah where does it rank in your donovan world we're going deep on this song but it's because we know donovan well it is worth it to move into the rotation, but yeah. as far as like the main Donovan songs, I probably wouldn't think of this one. I agree. It's a good song, but it's a little too mellow and laid back where it's like, when I think Donovan, I think like, well, mellow yellow, first of all, but I think like... And even like Way Your Love Like Heaven. Barabba Joggle. Oh, Barabba, Barabba Joggle, Joggle is great. And then uh, fucking that's one, uh, Ricky Ticky Tavi. Mm-hmm. Those are the songs that really come to my head in Donovan. Those are like... The upper echelon of Donovan, and those are more upbeat songs. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's more fun than the more laid back kind yeah. of like spacey psychedelic Donovan. But I I dig I dig most rock and of it, roll man. music. I can really get it all to that scene. Hey now, mamas and the papas and Donovan reading a magazine. Good stuff. <laughs> We're gonna listen to one more song before we take a little break. Okay. This is I kind of poop. <laughs> it just hit me. By the way, it worked. I ignored the headache and I'm good to go. Um, I wish I could just ignore them. I had to take two naps today to finally get rid of a Maybe headache because we're laughing and having a good time. It's part of it. Uh, I'm fifty. That's what you just did with <laughs> I your kicked leg. My legs for the listeners because that's all you can do at this moment. We have one more song, like I said, and then we're going to take a break. This one is more of a song that I guess I just found that's online versus it being from a well-known recording artist. Here is Sam the Beast with the song Sam I Am. Now when I say knock, knock, you say who So finding information about this song was almost impossible. Sorry, a man told me to do something. I because I actually went through his discography and couldn't find when this song would have actually come out, even though it says that it's included on the greatest hits. The only thing I could find out about Sam the Beast is his real name. And it is Sam the Beast? No, it's Samuel T. Clark. Sam, Wait a minute. Sam the Beast sounds a bit tougher than Samuel T. Clark. It wasn't that guy's name from earlier, Clark Richards? Cliff Richards? Damn it! <laughs> At least you tried, I suppose. Sam, I am. (laughs) Uh, This song's a jammer. It's not like the most, it's not like the best song in the world at all, but like, I can get down. No, there are definitely worst kind of goofy 
hip hop song, like obscure songs that I have found than this. I think that this song is fun. And it's. I think that I like his voice. I do too. I don't. Th- I think that it's like this isn't like a silly thing to throw in. Like, I think that it has like a fun vibe, but I don't think that it is actually something that I wouldn't take seriously. Where some uh, sometimes I choose songs that I don't respect. I just think they're funny, and I want to like play them and laugh at them and have just kind of like a light moment. This is uh, this isn't bad. And I don't. I wish I knew when it actually came out because this sounds like early '90s. I don't know I exactly agree. when. I agree, but that's what I would put it as because I know that he was making music at least from what I saw starting mid '80s. So it makes sense that this could fit into early '90s, but I don't know anything. I can't find any information that actually pinpoints anything, his actual career timeline or anything. I don't know. And I didn't do any research. But I agree with you. It seems like, like 90. Early 90s. Not not mid or late. I would say early when it's still... I'm, I'm a, saying like 90. 1990. Yeah, like at the end <laughs> of like the silly, fun hip-hop before well, stuff I mean, started getting like tougher. Because obviously well, yeah, stuff's still... Compton's already out by this point. I would. Yeah, but there started, being, there started in the 90s like, being more of like a gangsta rap because you still have like... You still like Biggie and Tupac and people who need to come out in the early '90s. So this is this feels like it's right at the tail end of like the goofy, silly '80s yeah. hip hop vibe. I feel like it's one of those people that took off. It feels like after Straight Outta Compton, there's groups that start to take the more gang angle, and then there's groups that deliberately take the other angle of like, no, we're still about a party and just a good time, I'm taking it easy. And I think he's one of those dudes, like a. Like a fucking like a Bismarcky, a Bismarcky, or maybe like a uh, God damn it, Mr. Wendell. Oh, uh, Arrested Development, like an Arrested Development kind of vibe, but with a little bit more like traditional rap style. Yeah, but that same like positivity. You know what I mean? It seems positive, and the, the beats are more just like party vibe versus yeah. being I have a story to tell. Exactly. Like yeah, that's the one. Like I have a. This is more just like a dance thing. Like, I just want to make you move. Which he, he does all that stuff. He does all that call and response. Like the, somebody, anybody, everybody, scream. And at the very beginning, he's like, when I say this, yeah, you say this. That's, that's all that cowboy from fucking Grandmaster Flash the Furious 5. Like, call and response party stuff. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say the cowboy from the village people. But, you know, he tomato, tomato. Too. He did that too. Whatever. It's, it's actually fine. more the cop, but... So it's more tomato, tomato. Yeah, it's more potato and uh, salad dressing. You want to take a little break? After that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think it's a good time to take a little break. So. What are you giving me on the break here? What's Sam, this? Sam, ah, Sam, God damn it, this fucking guy. What's this Sam, dude's Sam, name again? Sam, Sam. The guy who sings your name over <laughs> and over. <laughs> it's his name. Sam. Well, I'll let you know everyone out there most. You've got a song out there that sounds just like this. Yeah, this guy <laughs> this guy sings almost everyone's song. So if you want to just look up the James song, the Chris song. Is that a picture of... It's not Norm MacDonald. It's the guy. Oh, okay. I thought it was... Uh, upside down, I thought it was... Uh, Jason Bateman. <laughs> well, let's take a break. We'll be back. All right, bye. Sam, Sam, Sam. 
And now a message from the 2024 presidential nominee, Robert Chesterworth. Hello! Mr. Chesterworth, we're live. Please do the commercial. Hello! My name is Robert Chesterworth, and I think tartar sauce can be very erotic. Mr. Chesterworth, please just say the president uh, stuff. Some people are saying that a 117-year-old man is too old to run for president and run this country. I disagree. I think it's perfectly reasonable to use tartar sauce as a jack-in lubricant. Even the Mr. Romans knew that socialism Mr. existed. Mr. Chesterworth, please stick to the script. So I tell the guy, vote for me we'll make Jurassic Park real. We'll bring back Newman. This, this is not good. Am I a Democrat? A Republican. Are, are you asking me that? Yeah, yeah, please tell me. I don't know, I'm just the engineer. I need a new diaper. Mr. Chesterworth, we are live. Please just read the script. I'm just a scared man who lets lobbyists give me more money than I'll ever to say things that are clearly against the better good of my fellow humans and will bring down the very walls of democracy just to coat my puppet master CEO's pockets with more and more gold. Mr. Chesterworth, this has gone off the rails. Just finish the commercial. So vote for me. 170-year-old, totally not senile, totally hipping with it, old guy, Chester Roberts. It's Robert Chesterworth. Robert Chesterworth. This message was paid for by the very puppet master CEOs that Robert Chesterworth brought up. Another song that was found on this podcast by me curating a playlist. This, they, uh, this was on the 420 playlist. It's a good fucking song, too. It's very enjoyable. Steppenwolf, right? Yeah, it's a song that has made it in my rotation, but also you work with a young boy who likes classic rock. and Yes, I work with a young boy. <laughs> And he's like 19, he's right? He's 19. He likes good music. He's getting even into like other stuff. Like like bad music? Like, uh, no, like newer stuff. Presidents of the United States of America he's been listening to because mm. of me now. I started singing. I don't remember what I was singing. PHs? I don't remember what I did. And then uh, I was like, you never heard that song? It's this. I started playing it and he was like, I know these songs. I've heard some of these songs. 
And then now I've heard him play the album like three times since then. So it's fun. This kid's a sponge for music. With rock music, yeah, it's it's got to be nice. Well, that's all I got to give him. He's not gonna listen to the fucking DOC. No, but he came in being a fan of rock and roll. Yeah. So. He digs rock and roll music. He can really get it all in that scene. Welcome back to the Indulgent Sam Playlist podcast Sam. episode. It's all about talking music about me. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Not it is. the songs are about me, though. If the songs were about me, it would go like this. He's got psoriasis on his knee. You can clearly see. Those Remember to use your cream. cream. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's actually just write a whole album about me. No, let's not do that. There's gonna be songs that I'm not. I don't like. Why? Why wouldn't you like you them? Don't finish things that you start around the house. I also don't. <laughs> I also don't. But I did paint the front door recently. Hell yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying to push myself. If we didn't end up going on this trip, we both would have just ended up staying home and working on the house um, because we both have time off work. But God damn it, we can't spend fifth, the 15th year of us being together, which is a big <laughs> deal, uh, just working on a house that we should have worked on already. Our marriage can go to high school now. Arpa. What? Arpa? <laughs> Good one. Uh, we just lost another listener. Don't look at me like that. It's a joke. I'm sure it is my fault. Let's move along to the next song. It felt inappropriate. I wasn't going to include this song on the list, but... It seems like if this band does a song specifically with your name in it, it would be insane to not play it. But I don't always want to lean on this band, like, because you guys are probably, I don't know what you guys think. Maybe you guys aren't big fans, but maybe you're like, I'm tired of hearing this band or this lead singer because these people do whatever, whatever version of Les Claypool that they can throw into this uh, podcast. But, uh,. I just, like I said, I, I was going to try and find a way to not include this song, but it just felt with as much as, as much that we love him, it would be kind of silly to not include the song by Primus, Electric Uncle Sam. Oh, we have some volume. Yeah. Not as much volume as that did. <laughs> this is off of Antipop, right? That is correct. So this is an album. I guess it was enjoyed by uh, people. It was an album that I would consider to be lower on my personal radar. Um, but I don't think that it's not good. It's just not one of the great ones. Um, but I did think it was interesting that this song was a single. I didn't realize that. Uh, it came out in 1999 after Lacquerhead, which I love very much. And this song was produced by Tom Morello. Okay. Um, I don't think I... Against the Machine, by the way. Come on, people. Uh, I don't think I've ever listened to Antipop in its entirety. I don't know if I have either. I Which feel like weird maybe we tried. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I know I've listened to every other Primus album in its entirety. 
Yeah, I don't know. But this one and the Brown album are two that that I don't get into as much. Oh, I know the Brown album pretty well. But I enjoy them. But yeah, for some reason, this one is just not one that I've listened to as much. And I like all the songs so far off of it. Like I like this song. And Lacquerhead. I like Lacquerhead. It's definitely got more of like an edgier... I don't want to say industrial, but it's got like a more... It's 99, so it's... Aggressive sound to it. I think a lot of rock was kind of... Things were aggressive. Yeah, it's like new metal almost. New metal, and then like Eminem is really popular. So there's like an aggression to music that's taking place, at least in popular music. It's still so Primus, though. Oh, I enjoy like it. Wow, Almost sounds like the whamola I'm going in there. I can't. <laughs> yeah, there's. I can't not include Les Claypool or Primus. I just love them so much and think they're great. Hopefully, you guys enjoy them as well. I don't give a fuck if they enjoy them or not. Well, they have to listen to Stop listening to my podcast even more. Uh, we're going to have no one. If you tell anyone who's currently listening to stop. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, no. I'm burning this bitch down to the ground. I will say this about that song. While I like it, it is not one of my favorite Primus songs. It is lower on the list, but, just like the album is. I don't, just like just Lacquerhead. Hit. I like Lacquerhead. But it's also not one of my favorite Primus songs. No, but Lacquerhead has a life that yeah, this song kind of just lacks. I agree. But it, it's not bad. It's just not a great Primus. Yeah, it's definitely Time, not Primus song, that I would... era, whatever. Yes, yeah, definitely not Primus I would give to somebody to like represent the Primus that I think is like... That represents me. I think I read that this was the last album before their four-year, three- or four-year hiatus that they yeah. went on to. So gotcha. it may also have something to do with like feeling less connected to what they were well, doing. Because the next album after this uh, would have been Green Nagahide, I think, wouldn't it? Or was it? Oh no! To try, not try to act like people. That makes sense because it would have been like 2003 or 2004 when that came out, and it wouldn't have been Green Nagahide. But I feel like yet. animals that should animals should not try to act like people. I don't think that was like a full. I don't like an effort. EP. Maybe I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. Though. Like rhinoplasty, that's something weird too. Hmm. I don't fucking know. This is one of those cases where I know a lot about Primus, but I've got some fucking blind spots as well. There's so much to know. There's so much to know about Les. You're not an aficionado, but you are a... You're a fan. I'm a fishy-a-fan-o. Well, you're also... Oh, God. Now I just lost a listener. (laughs) Well, we have a handful more songs. Let's, uh, Let's play along with the next song by a band called Spider Bait. Sam Gribbles. <laughs> oh. Love the bass tone. So this song is from 1995. Yeah. And I guess Spiderbait is Australian. And this album peaked at number 14 on their national charts. For us, it's Billboard. For them, I guess it's the 
Araya, A-R-I-A, albums, charts. Okay. Um, but this was their fourth single that they had released from the album. So it was an actual single yeah. that was put out there. It wasn't just an album track. Um, and I like the I like some of the other single titles that they had released prior to this Carry from on. the album. The first track was called Jesus. Just Jesus. All right. And then the second track is Monty, which was my dad's dad's name. And the name of Mr. Burns? Oh, yes, Monty Burns. And then another I Gotta Know. And then Sam Gribbles. I enjoy this sound. This is so 90s. And Very this is 90s. the 90s sound. I like the alternative 90s sound. Yeah. And I am so much more open, I think, to this sound than I am a lot of other things. So even if it's not technically great in the world of rock... Uh, I enjoy this very much, and to me, this is very, uh, it's very pleasing. How do you feel? Bland? Uh, Meh? I'll tell you what I think. God damn it. I know, but I just assume that you're not as into it. Uh, I am into it. I really like the snare tone. It's this classic, like, 90s tuned the fucking snare drum as tight as he possibly could sound. Um... I like the kick drum. I like the guy's voice. I mean, it's like a punk song. It almost sounds new metal at times. It almost sounds like it's leaning towards like, I don't know what the band is. That'd be a good example. But it almost has like the heavier side of Incubus feel sometimes. You know, Incubus can get like Mm -hmm. slightly heavy and they're, gearing towards like a punk metal kind of sound when they're getting heavy heavy that's that sound but the guy's voice i think is more like a motorhead lemmy sound <laughs> okay I so i could definitely get down on that song uh the snare tone is thin as fuck but i like that thin as fuck pop, pop, pop sound. when i had chosen it i had hoped that you would at least appreciate it being chosen maybe over something else like i thought that you might like something about the sound of it how it had kind of like a rougher more uh like i don't want to say underground sound it does but like underground a, sound, a, I think. like less produced sound yeah. like i i thought you might be into that but i also uh i try to find things that i like and that i think that you will like so i did feel like that one was a little more questionable whether or not you would actually dig it but i was hoping that you would it's i never rem- i can't like tell you any lines from it the biggest thing i can remember from it is that i would wonder if there's other songs that are like maybe not catchier i don't know if that's the word but like yeah i guess catchier is the word just something that grabs you more yeah like i feel like that song might be off of because it was like a fourth single right yeah it was the fourth and final I bet the second and third single are probably the best song. Jesus or Monty? Yeah. I bet Monty kicks ass. Well, we'll check. We'll check it out and see uh, what it sounds like. Maybe we have uh, some driving ahead of us, so we have some time. Do it right fucking now. Well, we'll figure it out. Um, (laughs) Instead, we will move along to the next song, which um, this one took a little bit to grow on me, but I do enjoy the song. I'm interested to know what you think about it. Here is Pink Floyd, Lucifer Sam. And I mean as a song, not like necessarily the um, content, 
because the content is that Sam is a Siamese cat and not just a Siamese cat, but he's apparently also a ginger ginger. I think this song is actually the uh, intro song to a spy show. It sounds from like it would be. <laughs> it sounds like it would be. That's funny. Um, it's okay. I've, there's not much Pink Floyd that I think is like mind blowing, and they're supposed to be mind blowing. And for me, it might be because I grew up with Pink Floyd, so like I don't understand that like they were the ones who did it first, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I've just never been a huge Pink Floyd fan, and I this song's all right, but it just doesn't ever like stick in my head. But I know it's Sid. Not is it Sid Barrett? Was that his name? Sid Barrett, Pink Floyd, the dude who lost his fucking mind in the band, the original singer. I don't really know much oh, about really? their history. The original singer. The name is familiar. His name is Sid Barrett. He like had schizophrenia. And then Roger Waters took over? Roger Waters joined the band while he was still in there. Okay. And then he just, like, kind of worked out. Nut didn't work him out of the picture on purpose. Sid just lost his fucking mind. He couldn't handle touring anymore. So speaking of the British thing, that's what I like about this song. That's an appeal that I do like. I like the appeal of the cover. It's like they kaleidoscoped. All it the is. band members. But the, when he's like, oh no. And the main part is, that cat's something I can't explain. I like that. Like This song isn't, I don't think it's a standout on the list, but I personally enjoyed it. Because of this shit. Look, These parts right here the are the worst parts. Psychedelia. Of the song. Because like, nothing's really happening. And it's it's kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to have a break, give me something. Like, when you just did that. Whatever. It's something I can't explain. <laughs> yeah, it's literally about. Sid wrote this about his cats. Like, Sid had cats. So, I saw. I don't know how accurate this is. I know that it was written just about the fact that he had cats. He had a Siamese cat, or two Siamese cats. One was named Pink, and the other was named Floyd. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's speculation, I guess, that he gave one of them LSD. And wrote the song about the cat on LSD, but I don't know if that's true because that was just one source. So, I've heard that story too. So I don't know if it's accurate, but it's at least about his cat specifically. But yeah, I, I like the vocals. It's like the epitome of that psychedelic sound that like, gets parodied. So I think for me, I have a hard time like. It's it. just not a strong track. Like, I think I like the parodies of Pink Floyd stuff more than I like Pink Floyd stuff. <laughs> I forgot that I turned the dryer on, and then I don't think they can, anyone can hear it. Well, there's only t- two people left. So. Yeah, I like that you went real low so <laughs> you wouldn't give any numbers because you were close. You were close to accurate when you said... Million two, so yeah, that song's all right. It's not bad. I like some songs by Pink Floyd. That is a song that I don't know if it'll make it into a rotation by any means or a playlist or anything like that. But it's fun. Oh no! <laughs> I like when songs. Oh no! I like when songs have thick, fun little pieces like that. Yeah, I do see with that uh, Black Sabbath song when he's like. Oh no! Please God help me! 
I just wanted to do it. That's fine. It is your episode. My fucking episode, and I'll cry if I want to. Okay, that's fine. It's okay. I'm here for you if you want to be held. Don't be! Okay. You just jumped. Maybe (laughs) I should just go to Michigan alone. Yeah! Sounds like a plan. Moving on to the next song so we can get this over with, and I can hide under a bed cover. Um, Ooh, this is a good way to go. Who Shot Sam by George Jones. God damn it. This is the most uncountry song by a country guy I've ever heard. Well, that's not true, but... It's George Jones. I don't think this at all. It's and a, I might just be ignorant on George Jones, but so this was recorded and released as a single in 1959. Okay, and it made it to number seven on the country singles chart. Who shot so it wasn't like a number one hit, but it was a popular hit and people enjoyed it. I enjoy this song. I think it's. Like, I didn't fun. think I was ever in my life gonna go. I like a George Jones song. I think George Jones was that guy who got pulled over with a lawnmower in that one video. He was drunk on his lawnmower. Yeah, that was my favorite George Jones hit until this song came along. Is that George Jones doing that? You think that's another guy going? No, I think that's him. I would assume that's him. This is like boogie woogie, like Little Richard sound kind of stuff. It's rockabilly, isn't it? This is all right with me. Yeah. It's got some, it feels like it's got some, it's got that like still country like good old boyness to it but I feel like they know how to fucking like shake their ass you know what I mean like it isn't so stiff the 50s it's yeah it's still when people were figuring out music before people were like oh that's the devil's music <laughs> you yeah. need to pull back on that piano yeah. it's too much yeah. of the devil yeah. in it. that piano's got a lot of mm-hmm. devil in it it does though mm-hmm. it does feel devilly. I love those old cartoons where it show like hell and it's like a bunch of like demons just kind of dancing, and it's almost got this kind of sound to it. And they all just dance in sync with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Because it's like the same animation, just copied over. My oh my! <laughs> it's my oh my! I think yeah, okay. my oh my! I was just going my oh my! Yeah, it's like boogie woogie. I had never heard this song before, but I enjoy this quite a bit. This is fun. So I got on my tractor and I went to get some beer and a cop said, now listen here. <laughs> you going to jail, son? <laughs> he, I don't remember the video, but I, I like to think that in the video he's just like, I'm George fucking Jones. <laughs> and the cop was probably like, yeah, I know, but there's a camera right there and I don't know why there's a camera right there. I think it probably just would have been people complaining I and mean, being like we have to do something about it. There have been complaints about you. <laughs> we- Let George Jones drive a lawnmower drunk to get some beer. It's crazy but he's still operating a vehicle That's while intoxicated. Dumb. It's not a vehicle. I, I, I Yeah it is. There is gasoline you get, you there are wheels. For you drive a- it there's a steering wheel. Ugh. You get in trouble for riding <laughs> a bicycle drunk. Uh-huh, because you're dumb. operating a vehicle. That's You're not going to hurt anybody. It's uh, dumb. You could you could cause an obstruction. Oh, it's so fucking dumb. You could ride out in front of a car, which has I to slam their obst- brakes on. I could cause an And then it causes another sneezing. car behind them to accidentally slam into the back of them. And no. it's your fault. That'll happen from a fucking kid riding a bike. I can get drunk and ride a bike. It happened at a uh, drive through window because the kid was just you know driving by on their bike and then someone who was stoned just 
hit the gas and didn't <laughs> see him and ran that kid right over. Yeah, fuck that kid. You gotta go eat your nuggets. Speaking of fucking that kid, um, let, let's get on the te- let's let's just talk about fucking for a little bit. Okay, uh, it's fun, right? Everyone <laughs> likes fucking. It's a good time. Some. Some. Oh, I, I mean, we're all lazy to the bone, but we also like to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we don't necessarily want to do the fucking. We all want to get L- fucked. Lazy to the bone. Lazy to the bone. Well, let's just not. Well, to enjoy ourselves for this next song, we don't have to do any work. We just have to sit back and we have to let Erotic do the work for us with the song Sam. Oh, boy. Oh, Sam, Sam, I don't give a damn. Won't you ramble, Sam? Baby, fly me to heaven. Here we go, Sam. Hey, it's like a grand slam. Oh, baby. Earworm Central. This song has no, been in my head. Not. This song has been in my head all week. <laughs> this is reanimate your feet level. This is the. I swear to God, they've got like a sample or like a package that you just buy online that's like 100 dance hits. Well, They're all the same fucking song. So it was funny for me to have chosen this song because we have talked specifically on multiple occasions about how we don't like fake sex sounds in songs and we think that it's stupid. So this lady doing it. Oh my God, this, this guy's voice. You want it to? I got it. You want it to? It is reanimate your feet. Isn't this guy American? So like she's like German. And okay. So, first of all, this album um, was titled Kiss Me in Japan, but it was titled Mambo Number Sex in Germany (laughs) as a play on Mambo Number Five. (laughs) Mambo (laughs) Number Sex. I brought up Mambo Number Five earlier. So, it's a Euro dance act. They were started in 1994 by a German record producer. Um, it says that the original lineup consisted of what is that? Leanne Lee and American rapper Richard Allen Smith, aka Razmatez. <laughs> but both the women and men have been a revolving door throughout the existence of this band. This band has existed with different members. And the one and two spots the whole time. So the past member list is not small. Really? Yeah. So it's it's just they were made by a producer. So he wanted to keep it going. So if someone was so ready to leave, feels, they got replaced. They just fill that position. Uh-huh. And you go out and sing Ramalam Sam. So Razmataz is replaceable, unfortunately. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. What do you want? She wants to ramble him. She wants you to fly her it to is, heaven. It is nice to know there's a song out there that's like begging me for my dick. Uh. <laughs> it is very comforting to know. And that I didn't make the song. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. The lyrics are fucking dumb. But it's it's so German techno. Like, it's this Euro is, pop, baby. It's garbage. This is Reanimate Your Feet, which is a song that's on the Beyond Reanim- Reanimator movie for some reason. I think we've talked and about it's it. It's just like Reanimate Your Feet. But it sounds exactly like this. The music is the exact fucking same thing. I hate 
Euro pop dance music. I hate techno. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate. I'm on board with you. Every sound that's in this song sucks. Her voice sucks. But it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, but her voice sucks. His voice sucks. He's like, go, go, cut it. I don't care about the accent. You're you want it I hate that. Like, <laughs> it's that same. Hey now, baby, let's go party. It's got that same fucking tone. I just... Oh, for me, it's the excitement in his voice because, like, you, like, I got it. <laughs> you got it too. Like, like, at, like every, like every. Uh, it's like a German version of a surfer from California <laughs> is what it sounds like. To me, what you just did, it sounds like every affirmation that's in Dance Dance Revolution when you like hit a move and they're like, good job. Yeah, keep going. All right. It's not <laughs> a good excitement. time for someone like us. But it's funny that a song, yes, exists where it's just begging for your ramblam <laughs> and wants you to fly her to heaven. God damn, and Sam, says that you, you are and you're like a grand slam. Even though when I when it's stuck in my head and I want to sing it, I always accidentally say it's like a Trans Am, <laughs> <laughs> which is not quite a grand slam. But it's from the eighties, uh, you call me Slam sometimes too, so Grand Slam. I do call you Slam, but it's more from the Onyx song Slam. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Which has also morphed into Slammy. What do you call it? Slammy? Scammy Flammy Mammy, <laughs> which comes... Why Scammy Flammy Mammy? That's a Mr. Mr. Show, Show reference. So. Oh, boy. That song. You've just been waiting for that song to play the whole podcast. I have you? been waiting for you to love it so much that you just slid out of your chair out of boredom. Well, it just happened. I'm not out of boredom. I just get so relaxed. I slide out of seats. I okay, sl- here's what actually happened. I'm so wet, I slid out of my seat from someone begging me for this pale white cock. It's it's more pink than pale. On our anniversary night, are you going to sing Sam Ramalam to me? No, because I'm going to actually hope that you... That you're, give you the Ramalam. Yeah, I, I don't want to say things that make you want to not give me the Ramalam and fly me to heaven. God damn it. All right, so one more song. I'm excited. I'm really excited. When I found out that this song existed, I was happy because Sam has been going down. Uh, he, he's just been not... He's been revisiting the world of hip-hop, but kind of going way deeper than he ever has. And he's been getting into new things, and he's been learning about new things. So well, I did. <laughs> well, you did for a while, yeah. though. It was It was an ongoing thing for a bit. Uh, and so finding a song by the one and only Ice Cube with Sam in the title was a delight for me. Um, and even more with the subject matter, I want to kill Sam. <laughs> even though it's obviously Uncle Sam. Will you please tell me the album that this is on? Yeah, I will actually. I'll tell you, it's Death Certificate. This is the second studio album released in 1991. So there's been kind of a timeline that I feel like we've stayed in. Uh, but this, it says here, the protection, the production of this album was primarily handled by Sir Jinx, Ice Cube, and DJ Pooh. DJ Pooh. So it's definitely still in that era because it's before Friday came out. Yeah, this is the he was album with DJ Pooh. This is the album that he released No Vaseline on. That's why it's got that same vibe. He's got a real. On his 
this album's got some heavy hitters, like beat-wise. I think it's like right before they're not allowed to use a bunch of Parliament songs all the time. <laughs> yeah, there is a Parliament. Uh, is it Parliament? This sample in this? I don't remember. Something don't happens know. later. I he already uses, forgot. He uses a lot of George Clinton. Um, this song, if you read the lyrics, um, the second verse is like powerful. It's like got a great illusion. I don't remember what the second verse is, but I remember reading it and being like, that is smart. I think he's talking about like he's bringing like how. There you go. He's basically saying, like, he's alluding to, like, what slavery was. Like, a guy, you know, a white man shows up, Uncle Sam. Like, everything's cool, man. I'm down. He says, down with the LM. He's saying, down with the lynch mob. Yeah, everything's cool. And then, white man pulls out the gat and takes him away, rapes his mom in the storyline. And it's all just like this allusion to what fucking like the whole slavery thing was but he's bringing it to like the hood style it says the thrown in a big truck it was packed like sardines full yeah. of people who fell for the same scheme took us to a place and made us work all day and we couldn't have shit to say blah 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 yeah i really Broke like up the families forever in this day black folks can't stick together yeah, it's it's powerful it was yeah. like you're not you're you're using the syntax in the words of your current situation, but you're describing exactly what fucking happened to your ancestors, and I was like, this is smart. This is very smart. That's one thing that I do like about hip-hop, is I think that there can be an, an intelligence that is unfortunately, I think, unseen, because they they hear, like, the things that he's talking about, about, like, shooting Uncle Sam and having his brains hanging out and they stuff. They see the surface level of what he's saying. So yeah. fucking annoying. So instead of hearing the smart things that he's saying, and I think that that's happened a lot in hip-hop, there have been a lot of I people agree. who were saying really smart things, and they're often just written off because it's just hip-hop. Because man. they're black? <laughs> and a black smart man is scary. Although I do want to say, while I think Ice Cube is very smart, I don't think he's very smart about vaccinations. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I think it makes sense coming from an overall distrust of the government. That's true. He does have... So it makes sense where he's coming true. from, it's but I don't necessarily agree with things that That's he has true. said. Whereas he's been fucked traditionally by an authority figure. He's not going to trust any authority figure. You're right about that, but I said what I said. <laughs> but I fucking like that song. I've never really heard that song before. I've listened to this album, so I probably have heard that song before. Just didn't realize. But God damn, that beat is good. And the song is good. And fucking No Vaseline, the beat is good. And that song is good. So Ice Cube has something. Or at least had something. I don't know. I don't keep up with this stuff now. But in 1991, he still had something. Jesus Christ, 1987 to 1994, he had fucking a lot. A lot. And then he comes out acting. DJ Pooh. And then he, <laughs> are we there yet to people? People like that, that series. He made he made money. Yeah. He did what he needed to do. I, I bet he's also the type of dude that kind of keeps up, not with trends all the way. But he probably gets like producers of the current time to come in with him and like give a new vibe. But he'll still always have that like I'm an OG 
aura to it. So he like has the best of both worlds now. And he's doing that fucking two-person basketball. Or not two-person, oh, but that... Uh, the half-court? Yeah, that half-court basketball league. I can't remember what it's league. called, but yeah. Well, it has the four-pointers that you can make. Yeah, I think that's cool for him. I think it's he's an entrepreneur. Good for him to get out of whatever he was in. But I don't think he's really... He was in the hood, but he wasn't a... Hoodster. He's making money. Good for him. Good for him. He's doing what he needs to do. Well, we are finished with... Night Clam. <laughs> Night Crew. What's up, boys? And girl? Uh, I'm also a girl. Ugh. We are... Uh, fi- you're not part of the Night Crew. I'm wearing all black. That doesn't mean you're part of the Night Crew. They also have white skin, the just like crew. me. It's just that their black doesn't come in the form of clothing. It comes in the form of fur. Mm. But we all have Does white skin. Smells my burning something. It smells like someone has a fire going in. It smells kind of nice. It made me wish <laughs> that I was sitting outside. It's, uh, it's such a good time of year. Uh, we are finished listening to this playlist. We are at the point of the podcast where we're going to go over a few questions. What do you say, Sam? I say... It's all about you. The neighbors like that. <laughs> you keep looking like someone's standing behind me. Because I keep seeing somebody walk in front of this light thing over here. And it's creeping me out. Yeah, there's a man watching us. I don't know who it is. I've never seen him before. He's got a knife. I would feel more comfortable with a man than a woman. Because a man just seems like that's what men do. Because men are killers. <laughs> but women, when they have to do that, something has broken in their brain. And they seem a little more sinister. Da, 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 da. They're women serial killers. I know. But I'm I so- think. There are. There are. <laughs> I <think>. Unproportionally. <laughs> All right. So why did I choose this? Because... Even though I have a sense of humor, which makes me seem like uh, such a badass motherfucker (laughs) and uh, such like a tough brute of a lady that I don't have a soft heart for this guy sitting across from me, but I do. Hi. Um, He's, you're you're easily my favorite human being. Uh, People getting into it outside. I don't fucking know. I'm talking. I'm, I'm not listening. I'm getting very distracted. You're getting by distracted. Yelling outside. Maybe pe- it's Saturday night and the feeling's right and people are just playing. So, um, yeah, I just, I like you and I wanted to curate another list. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to do. What do I think you thought when I gave this to you? Who cares? <laughs> That's what I thought you thought. Who fucking cares? Michelle's just doing some dumb shit again and we'll see what happens. Blah. And what's happening outside right now. That's what Sam's thinking. People are driving. <clears throat> what was your judgment prior to listening to this when I said I have a Sam playlist for you? Uh, my judgment wasn't like... It's not like it is with albums where I have like probably a clear sense of what it might be. This, I look forward to it. I think you're good at putting these lists together. It's always a general. This should be a fun time when you put a list together. That's always my... What's this going to be like? Well, I appreciate that. It's always fun to do. You're good at doing it, and I know that you'll actually sit down for a good while, and you'll weigh your options. Like you explained on here, you'll put it in a maybe. There was a song or two that you're like, I don't know if I was going to use it. So 
Uh, there were two. Uh, There's a song or two that was deleted and then put back. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just not sure. But like I said, I like to pick from different genres and different things to try and make it unique and, uh, you know, just different. Yeah. And you know what makes us laugh. And you know what music I like. And you know what music will drive me fucking crazy. So you know how to like play the whole spectrum of the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I like I like to touch on all the parts. Um, so I don't think that you ever listened to this on your own. No, I didn't. I just played this around you twice. Twice. I don't know how many times I actually listened to this. I definitely got my three in. I probably listened to it five times. Yeah. But in preparation and curating this list and finding these songs, I listened a lot. Yeah. Uh, For some reason on these, these, especially on this one, I don't know why, I don't kind of like the aspect of not hearing them a bunch. I feel like I'm more living in it easier. You said easier. You, you had wished that I had just sprung it on you the first time during the show. Right? I think it would have added a nice little angle and I would have. But at the same time, I wouldn't be able to actually listen to them. Because when we first listened to them in the van, I had lyrics up. And I was reading... Because, you know, I'm notoriously bad with lyrics. I don't know what the fuck yeah. people are saying. Um, so I read through all the lyrics as we were going through it. And it enhanced the songs. Especially that fucking Meat Puppet song. <laughs> you see the paragraph that that is. It's so hard to hear what's being said. Yeah. So. Probably nice to see it. Do you know what song that you would choose as your least favorite song? Do you want to take a guess? Because I don't want to guess yours because I'll have no fucking idea. And I don't have the list up in front of me because of the phone change. So that's all weird. I do think I know what your least favorite song is. Take a guess. I think it's Sam by Erotic. Jesus Christ. Of course it's Sam by Erotic. That's the worst song that has ever existed on Earth. No, just on this list. It is funny and it's entertaining in its terrible way, but Christ, this is like, I would walk out of a room if this was playing. I would look at my friend who's hopefully seen Beyond Reanimator and said, reanimate your feet. And then I would probably walk away. (laughs) And I think it's, I don't know if it is your least favorite song because you have like fun with bad songs. I'm not, ga- I'm not guessing. I do sometimes like bad songs, but in this case, that's just clearly like, it's the worst song. <laughs> and I knew it, but it was on here for fun's sake. And they're like almost exclusively all about sex. Like their band and yeah. all their songs, like they're Their real album covers sex are heavy. explicit. Everything is just real ridiculous. And God, that- there was one song name that was fucking hysterical. I can't remember. But one of their biggest here, let me look real quick. Right. On Wikipedia, I saw it on there. Well <laughs> oh no. For me it was their most popular song. Oh, I guess you could just look up erotic on the the music streaming platform, right? Max, don't have sex with your ex. Or help me, Dr. Dick. Help me, Dr. Dick. That was the one it was. Help me, Dr. Dick. The radio edit. So that means that, that was a single <laughs> Well, his name's just Dr. Dick. Willie, use a Billy boy. Fred, come to bed. Head over heels. Murder me 21. What? That was one of the song titles? I guess so. According to this, it is. Shit got crazy. Shit got wild. Um, So that being the least favorite song, most favorite song? This one's hard. This one is hard to choose. My guess for you... 
is that the song that you maybe I think that you enjoyed a lot of the songs. I think they were maybe equal for me. Having watched you react to the song Sam by Meat Puppets was maybe more than anything else. You seemed impressed by it. I so, was. I was. So yes, yes. My guess blindly is just saying Sam by the Meat Puppets. You're correct that I was impressed by it, but you were not correct that it is my favorite song out of this. All right. There's a song by a man who dressed in black. And I can't believe I I'm saying the Johnny Cash song is my favorite go. song of a playlist. But there's a something I fucking love about this song. Just the Sam Hall. It just works so well. I fucking love this. I like the damn your eyes. Damn your eyes. It's such an interesting line. And the way he says it, it's like you can hear him like truly damning somebody. It's like, well, damn your eyes. It's not just, well, damn your eyes. It's There's like one of those like kind of screechy desperation sounds in there. I almost I, gave it to George Jones. I'm <laughs> two, two country guys were fighting for the top. <laughs> I, I honestly would not have guessed that, but I do want to give it to Primus because that. that's too easy. Too I almost easy. didn't even put on the list because it seemed too easy. And while it's a good song on this list, it's it's shattered by that it's not one of my favorite Primus songs. So it's kind of got this like negative, not negative side, but a downside to it. So I was so excited by that Johnny Cash song in the way. Damn your eyes. I fucking love it. <laughs> I, I'm going to sing it to Adam Cutter the next time I see him. <laughs> I'm sure he knows it. Oh, he'll love it. He'll have to. My favorite song. So I wasn't coming into this prepared with this answer. Um, but I, since I have to choose something now. Oh, God. There were multiple earworms. Um, I think uh, for me, I'm going Sam Me Puppets. All right. I think this had a nice groove in general. Yeah. I think that it, it it's just a nice 90 sound and this was just fun. It is fun. And it's Impressive. not it's better than the one meat puppet song that I know, which is Backwater. It's way better. It, it crushes that song. You okay, all right I over there? Yeah, I swallowed weird. Okay. Um. <laughs> So I ever swallow where it feels like your esophagus folded on itself? Yes. That's what just happened. So, yeah, I feel like this song has actually given me a boost to want to look into Meat Puppets a little more. Yeah, I... For me personally. Ho- hopefully, it goes in the more... I could see it going either way. I like, th- ah, it's more like that Blackwater song. I assume it's maybe not that great because you don't hear a lot of people talking about how Meat Puppets are really good. Oh, I've Meat Puppets is a respected band. Yeah, but as far as being like a great band, I've never yeah. heard people talk about them being I've a never great band. I've never once heard anybody band. say my favorite band is Meat Puppets. No. So <laughs> I have a feeling it maybe doesn't go much deeper than that, but I would be interested in at least knowing so I can, you know, kill the curiosity. Either way. Absolutely. Um, that question doesn't apply. That also doesn't apply. Actually, yeah. So I do want to ask, the apply? first time that you heard this playlist, how did yeah. you feel since it was curated by me for you and it wasn't just an album? So the first time you actually got through it, was it something like, hey, she, she did an okay job or she did a bad job or yeah, she did a good it, job? It's never going to be she did a bad job. If anything, it was a... A surprisingly easy one. At least compared to maybe the cat one. Was it better you know, than that? It's easy too, but like this seemed to flow faster than the cat one. Like it seemed to just be done 
quicker. I don't know why. I wanted to make this one, like I said, a little less silly and more not serious in the sense that I'm choosing serious songs, but just kind of more straightforward good than just let's just be Spectacle? goofy and yeah. you know, like novelty shit. Um, so not obviously you wouldn't listen to this again because it's a curated list. But uh, rate this list zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats. How many songs are there? There were twelve total songs. There's twelve total songs. I'm gonna give. I was gonna try to do the metric of like if there's twelve and I liked eleven. That's a nine. yeah, but we don't do things in metrics. But, this yeah, is America. Uh, <laughs> except if you're working on cars. Um, a ten millimeter baby can never find it. I bet uh, Ford doesn't work like this. that. <laughs> I'm going to give this a 6.5. Um, you, not to say that you did a bad job at curating Oh, this. it sounds like you did. No, the job... It's just these songs, there's a lot on them that like I would never listen to again. I'm not going to listen to like Goodbye, Sam. That's never fucking happening. Hello, again. Samantha. Uh, you're going to play Erotic just to piss me off in the future now. I can we'll tell. see. Uh, that was mean. What? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna play something to piss you off. What was that mean? It was a. Fuck- I'm not gonna hurt you on purpose, Sam. I would never hurt you on purpose. That's not who I am as a person, <laughs> and I love you too much to that's, ever. That's just true. You wouldn't go out of my way to purpose. hurt you on you're purpose. Right. Don't do that. Thank God you're not like that. We watch that fucking ninety or that. Yeah, ninety day. They're oh. different shows. What's that one where they're on the island? The thing last now? resort. The last resort. People who've been together for a while and Who's they're not that? sure if their relationships are going to make it or not. Who's that woman that's with the other guy? He was a former cop. He doesn't have a job now. It's Molly and Kelly. Molly and Kelly. Molly, well, while Kelly seems like he is a schlub and he needs to get his shit together, Molly is so mean and does and things cold. to like hurt and cut. Mm-hmm. So like, thank God you're not like that. I wouldn't be with someone like that. <laughs> and we've had our low points in our relationship. But and I don't think I've ever. No, we've never gone out of our way to make jabs at the other Fuck person. No, because we're not trying to. I think we're also just not like you hurt me. I'm going to hurt you back. We're, <sighs> we don't have those personalities. We're just not those type of no. people. It's more just like, I can't believe that someone I love so much made me feel so bad. <laughs> Is, uh, it's just more innocent, I guess. Um, if By the I, way, I was distracted earlier because there's cops outside. Are they still outside? I don't know. I assume they are. I'll check. I'll I'm, do a stand-up a na- bit. A, a, oh, yeah. There's still cops out there. With the one black guy in the street in a white town? I don't know if he is black, but I can't tell because I got bad sight. But You might be correct. I, I hope it's not a black guy. They're just harassing a black dude walking down the street. <sighs> Because that's what would happen in this town where the next to be on the news. You know what that guy did? He walked down the street. He tried that in a small town. Oh, fuck. I saw a bumper sticker on the back of someone's vehicle. It took a picture of it. Someone actually put a bumper sticker. What? What are you even talking about? Try that in a small town. (laughs) (sighs) Try to talk common sense law? I know. It's really hard. (laughs) I, I curated this, so it's hard to rate it. I would consider this better than the cat episode. I don't know what I gave the cat rating. Um, so with that in mind, I'll give this a 7.5 because I think that it was uh, it was fun to put together and it was fun to uh, kind of revel in a subject that is so near and dear to my heart <laughs> and my arms. 
You're close to my arms. Okay. Okay. I just wanted you to know. I was lost. You're usually within touching distance from, you know, my body. Not right now. punch me? No, I just... I'm, I'm ex- Don't swing I, your arms at me like that. I'm showing you how I arms work. I feel very unsafe. No, they're just rolling in place. <laughs> That's all that's happening. Nothing big. Um, unless we're talking about the size of my arms. Hey, yo. Uh, describe this playlist in one word. Oh, fuck. I hate this part. Do you? <laughs> I never remember it. That's why it's fun. It catches you off guard and it's more uh, genuine. I guess Sam. <laughs> I am going to say... Fuck you. <laughs> and those are my words. Um, so we are finished with the uh, playlist. We are finished with the questions. And uh, next we're going to have a guest on. Let me pull up the album right now because I don't remember the name, even though I have a guest on and hopefully he has a heart on. Guest on with a heart on. <clears throat> uh, Zach is going to okay. be on the podcast. He's coming back. Guest on with a heart on. And he is bringing <laughs> the Raconteurs, Consolers of the Lonely. I'm familiar what? What? with... What? What's the first word you just said? The Raconteurs. No, the name of the title of the album. The album. Consolers? Consolers? What the fuck? Consolers like of like the Lonely. Consoling something? Consoling okay. the Lonely. I've never heard a consoling thing be called a consoler. So. A consoler of the Lonely. I was like, are you mispronouncing connoisseur? <laughs> Apparently not. I didn't know. All right, so let's see. Let's get out of here because I think it's a good thing to do. We're going on vacation soon. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to go watch these cops out on the front porch right after this. It's a free country. I'm going to say, get them, boys. All right. Well, we thank you, everyone, for listening. The handful of you who are still listening. And uh... I told you to do things just to piss me off. (laughs) And I'm doing this because you said that. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Who's still left? (laughs) Uh, You few people. Bye. Bye.